0: Welcome back to another episode of Unapologetically Joy. My name is Joy. I'm the host of this podcast. And today we got another special guest. And that is Mia Kafkois. And she is an awakening activator an energy therapist, a channeler and a spiritual life coach. She has an amazing loving energy and she got so much knowledge to share with us today. We talked about how she found her purpose and she dealt with a lot of setbacks in her life a lot of traumatic events but since she's connected to her higher self, she is unstoppable and I really love that about her she's so energetic and she's putting so much love in everything that she is doing and uh, we also talked about uh, sexual energy how to stay connected to your heart even when times are hard we talked about sisterhood woman empowerment and how to embrace who you are but before we go to the episode, don't forget to Follow me on Spotify, subscribe on our YouTube channel, and follow us on TikTok and Instagram. And if you like, please leave five stars because it really helps me to boost my podcast and to reach more people. If you have done that, thank you so much. And let's go to the
1: episodes. Enjoy. Welcome, Mia. Thank you so much. It feels so nice and so divinely that it's exactly now that I'm here. Yeah, (laughs) perfect.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, you call yourself the Awakening Activator. And I was wondering, uh, when did you have your spiritual awakening? Uh, Was it one moment or did it happen gradually?
1: Yeah, it happened gradually. Somehow, in one way, I feel like that I never went to sleep, really. So I was always kind of awakened because I remember I was a child and I saw auras I could walk into, you know, like really strong, high dimensional portals and experience amazing magic, you know, and higher vibration and frequencies, even if I was in like in really, really deep trauma as a child, I was still like being able to reach those levels. So in one way, I was already kind of awakened, but then uh, I decided to kind of like shut it down for a while because it was impossible to kind of live the normal regular life and then you know it was impossible to keep it down and then it just came back on full power
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm. was there one moment you realized um you can really make work out of it because you're now doing a lot of amazing stuff uh, a lot of amazing events Uh, was there one moment you realized okay i really have this power
1: Well, no, I never saw it as that. So for me, it's never been like that. For me, it's like, just like always love to serve. And I've been doing that my whole life. And it was like interwaved, you know, I was like aerobic teacher. Then I was a yoga, yoga teacher for many years. And it just got that way. I just kept doing, you know, more and more. It became more spiritual. So I really never felt that it was like a moment. But there was a moment when I really felt that I was supposed to become a spiritual teacher,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: uh, then it was more about, okay, am I do I really want to take that responsibility, you know? But then, you know, God and my family of those light was just like, you don't have any really, you don't have any choice, really, and don't mm-hmm. take it so personal because it's really not about you, you know? But mm-hmm. so, no, not really, I have never seen it in that way. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like a work because it's my whole life. It's like there's no difference between my life and and um, who I am and my work. It's like all oh, mm-hmm. those that lives with me and knows me, they know that it's never my work. And that, that has been a problem in my relationship before because people are like you're always working. I'm like, yeah, but I never work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, does yeah. it doesn't feel like working for you? No, it never felt like a work, and, mm-hmm. and it's always like. I just do what I'm being called to do, and you know it has always like supported me to be able to have the life I need to have to be able to do the work that I'm being asked to do. So I've never been really, even if I've been an entrepreneur my whole life, I've never been good at budgets and stuff. But um, I just do, and it usually just succeeds. And if something doesn't work, then it's done, and then I move.
0: <laughs> Amazing. And what kind of abilities do you have?
1: Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so yeah. So most nowadays I work more like in activating the su- true the true codes within everyone so they do remember who they are. So of mm-hmm. course I'm a psychologist. I know how to work with shadows. I can clear entities, implants, you know, AI technology mm-hmm. inside of anyone. I can heal through time and space, I can see soul contracts and all of this, I I can reach the Akashic records, I can do all of that. But my team's really now wants me to assist and bring people into remembrance, like really, they're like, cut the crap, you know, and just go straight to the point and help people to not reverse Mm -hmm. their life force energy into deep shadow work. Because you know, the vibration, the frequency of this planet is so high now, so we don't need to do the same kind of deep healing anymore. It's time to like wake up, remember who we are and really just really enjoy life so we can raise the frequency from there. And we did came here to actually enjoy and not to just like work with the karma and all of those things. Um, so yeah, it's changing all the time. And I also have the, the gift of premonition and prophecy also. So well, yeah. Everything, kind of. Well, that's a lot. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, for example, if you do a one-on-one session, you just kind of feel,
1: feel someone's energy and. Yeah, like I always ask them what they would like to bring into the field, but then we always ask for the highest of their soul, and I usually just see, you know if there's anything blocked, removing, you know, cutting negative cords between them and other people, seeing contracts and ask them if they're ready to release the contract, sold contracts, Mm -hmm. removing entities, implants, really advanced AI, like inserts, but also Mm -hmm. like really seeing, you know, what their purpose is, their mission, and maybe seeing the constellation between the people that are in their lives, so they understand why the Mm -hmm. drama and the trauma is in the life and rise above kind of but it's also like a lot of codes again through light language and that that makes them just activate their light body into an energetic remembrance because it's really not all a lot about remembering on a mind level it's about feeling who you are because that's when we can become who we are It's not so much about, you know, I've been this, I've been that. I can see what they've been in different lifetimes. But I don't think that's so interesting anymore. It's about really assisting someone to really get that energetic feeling of who we are. So we can emanate that out, regardless of who we are with.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And before we come come to this earth, you said we are signing a contract. How does it work? Like um, Because maybe for the listeners, it's hard to believe or maybe hard to uh understand how it works but um before we come to this to sign a contract to learn some lessons
1: right
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah exactly mm-hmm. so we have our ascension council that we meet up with and then um, we sit there and we're like okay this needs to be done you know are you willing to take on this contract because we also take on contracts that are not ours so we may be you know I'm like this crazy soul that like, oh, you know, raise my hand. Like I can take this, um, I can take the whole ancestral lineage around codependency and then I can take the whole ancestral lineage for suppression and then I can assist the collective to heal this. So for me, example, I have like contracts to heal and assist the whole planet. Uh, And then I have my own and then I have the ancestral one. So that's why my life has been so traumatic, like really, like really intense. And, um, you know, so we make a decision uh, of what Mm -hmm. we want. Some contracts we cannot really, really decide over because they Mm -hmm. just keep following us. But um, yeah, until they're done.
0: Okay. And what kind of lessons did you have to learn in, uh, in this life? For me,
1: codependency is a big thing, and suppression, and of course, uh, standing in my full power. Like, really, and that's something I'm still working with. Like, I feel still that the planet is not ready for my for my uh, full power, so I feel still, still feel that I'm suppressing a lot of my divine power, my life force energy, which is also like the sexual energy that I feel like, you know... I can release it fully when I have big events with like maybe four or five hundred people or when I have a retreat uh, and with my partner. But it's like, yeah, and I know what I'm feeling that many like you also are feeling like, you know, if I would like really release all that I am, maybe this planet would be exploding or something like that. So and of course, we've been through many lifetimes of persecution and, you know, torture and stuff. Or that power of ours but this mm-hmm. is the incarnation where we do a full ascension cycle and understand that it's our divine inheritance our birthright to be all that we are no more deeming our light you know
0: mm-hmm. wow okay
1: so you're really still working on
0: that to stand to your power yeah and... <laughs> you might not believe that but i do no, no. that's what i don't see but, um... But um, do you have have maybe some practical things you do uh, to stand to your power? Do you have like some kind of meditation you do or something? Yeah, else? yeah,
1: absolutely. Like that's like my students. They usually go with me seven months. They we meet every week for seven months to really because it's like an ongoing process. You need to strengthen mm-hmm. your light body to be mm-hmm. able to do some. Exercises, but of course, I do breath work, I clear my field, mm-hmm. I, I connect with my teams. Like, there's a lot of different practices, but also like Shakti breathing and yeah, a lot of like releasing uh, the energy that usually is blocked in the sacral chakra and the hips. Mm-hmm. So, uh, there's a lot of different exercises. Like, energy, first, we need to clear our field, right, of what is not ours. Then we need to anchor and really decide to be here fully energetically and not run away and leave our body when it becomes uncomfortable and then we need to practice to set boundaries on our energetic field and then we can start to activate and uh, really upgrade who we are kind of so there's mm. a lot of i that's what i'm working with like i'm always having these different uh, big webinars for activation for healing and for kind of remembrance so i can assist as many as possible mm and mm. you
0: also said something about sexual energy mm. and uh, a lot of people confuse it uh, with with like maybe sex but it's all about uh, spiritual energy too right so for especially for women it's really important to to arise
1: this sexual energy right
0: mm.
1: yeah i mean the mm. sexual energy is our life force and our mm. life force is the energy of creation so there's a lot of different energies on this planet that is not of light and they mm. They plug into the sexual energy and that's where the distortions come, right? Like, so we have porn and pornography and distortion in every different way. So the sexual energy is, like, full of shame, guilt, Uh, there's traumas, there's abuse, there's, like, really all levels of it, which has made all of us suppress it. And we've hardly seen anyone being fully, like, really allowing it to come out because it's, like what is happening, you know, if we would allow that to move. And it has nothing to do with sex, but it has to do with deep intimacy with yourself, a deep intimacy with God, and of course your beloved. So mm-hmm. it's, it has to do with intimacy also, So, mm-hmm. but it's not in the distorted sex, mm-hmm. sexual way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so
0: what are your thoughts about porn then? Because um, I think it can be really damaging for, for people. And it's not like the,
1: the normal look uh, for, for uh, young people. Yeah. I mean, the dark forces have really, like, they use it as, you know, it's, mm. they've made that, they use the sexual energy to create an addiction. And, mm. like, the spiritual energy of sexual energy is eternal, mm. which means you never go to climax, And uh, porn is all about climax, so Mm. you keep doing it all the time. So when you do practices of life force energy, you want to continue to make that energy eternally in your body. You want don't want to have an end or any start. Really, it's just continuous flowing. So that's where you know the different energies on this planet that wants to put us into to an addictive pattern and also start to feeling shame, guilt, and addicted to come to to have these climaxes and needing to do that to release anxiety and all of that. Mm -hmm. But it was all about connecting to God and it has nothing to do with porn, really. So, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you also practice Tantra? Yeah, I've done that for for Mm -hmm. many, many years, but uh, Mm -hmm. really Tantra in in like really with God involved, like not Mm -hmm. any Tantra that has not God in. (laughs) So there's so many different kind of Tantra out there that has Mm -hmm. nothing to do with God. So it's like really important for me that it's white Tantra and that it's a Tantra school Mm -hmm. that is deeply connected with source and the Divine. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. And where can we start? Because for me,
0: I think it's also really important that... um... I have um, mindful sex instead of, um, like you said, going to maybe a climax. Um, where can I start if I am interested? Hmm.
1: So, I mean, there's a lot of like good. You need to go out there on, on like internet and check and use your discernment. You know, the, how does it feel when you connect with this person? There's really good teachers out there. So you should see if they use word as divine and god and if they're connecting to the higher but i always feel like get to know your energies everything get to know uh you know it's a continuous expansion of getting to know your energy so if Mm -hmm. you get to know your energy through meditation through breathing uh, then you have come a long way and if you're connecting to the heart and you if you're always 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 authentic in any meeting in intimacy Mm -hmm then you are doing sacred sexuality, you don't need to call it tantra, because it's about, for me, divine, you know, sacred intimacy, where, mm. you know, you really know how to ground the basics of spirituality, you know, to check your, your energy, and as soon as it doesn't feel, you know, nice or you know, because when we practice sacred sexuality, we also going to bring up traumas from this incarnation, past incarnation from our ancestors. So it's very important that we really honor, you know, the temple of ours, our genitals and all that. And we get to know ourselves and our partner. So it's really, you know, getting to know your energy, doing your own inner work and just really, really exploring that magical space of which could be, you know, like a, um, an intimate time like that can last for like 70, 80 hours and can be the most profound spiritual experience and upgrade. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but you know, the thing is that sometimes I do feel my heart is exploding from love
2: mm-hmm. and nobody's
0: around me. So, um, especially the last couple of months, I really felt like uh, my heart is glowing more. I don't know mm-hmm. how to explain this, but um there was also an orb in my house, for example, and yeah, it was an amazing experience because I was planning to go out actually, and uh, I was sitting on the couch and I decided not to go out, so I just sat on a ba- on on my couch to uh to watch a series and I just had a had a cup of tea and suddenly I felt this i don't know some feeling of happiness i don't know and yeah, is, is that the connection to your heart?
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's like the higher heart, the higher love, which is like, you know, God's love, It's it has nothing to do with a person or a situation or an experience. It's just like it's there. It's at the higher thymus, like the thymus, the higher heart chakra, the divine higher love, which is like the love for everything that has not any attachment to a person. So
2: absolutely,
1: mm-hmm. as I said, It's about intimacy with yourself. It's intimacy Mm -hmm. with God. And then we can invite someone (laughs) Mm -hmm. to that space. You know, it's first finding yourself, love with yourself, and then God, and then that other person. So so it is, of course, in union with someone if we want to, but you can experience that whole uh, sexual experience or that whole energetic experience or love experience with yourself and God. You don't need anyone, really, but it's nice to have someone.
0: Mm, yeah, of course. Mm. And uh, I really felt like you really found your life partner right now. Uh, mm. I saw it on Instagram and you're also doing uh, some events together, I think.
1: Yeah, we we're, right now we're working with a, like a really sacred medicine, uh, which is legal. Mm-hmm. It's called Cambo. So we're holding space oh, together. But yeah, yeah yes. but we also have events together because we've been asked to just, you know, just anchor in and people will get the code so we are yeah just really assisting uh, with the divine union and um yeah the divine counterpart energy there's so many stories out there about you know twin flames and divine unions and how Mm -hmm. it should be so intense and so hard and all of that so Mm -hmm. yeah we have been called and we are slowly slowly stepping into um yeah sharing that journey
0: wow and (laughs) what is what is the difference between a twin flame and a soulmate because twin flame
1: is something what has to do with karma right no so i can only share you know my experience and the information Mm -hmm. i've got but a soulmate is really someone that you have so many lifetimes with together and you have you are like from the monadic soul one of the 144 soul extensions so yeah like you really have many incarnations but the twin flame you really come from the same soul Mm. so you were just explode we exploded so you can never really you're always gonna feel like something is missing like not everyone are twin flames but you mm. know when you're twin flame like I, I I since I was a child I always knew that that person existed like I really really always felt and I really goes went so deep into my previous three relationships to really see like is it him is it him but then when I really met um My beloved Ramona, which was just like so clear that this is, you know, a part of my soul. So it's like, it's just so easy. Like, it's so easy, like so easy and so amazing and still so passionate. It's like you just draw to each other. Like we have been brought up in the same place our whole life without meeting each other until now because we were not ready before. Yeah. So being like, he's half Greek, I'm half Greek. We've been brought up in the same space, but we didn't meet until last year on Solstice. So it was just like you always really drawn to each other because it's the same soul. So it's very different.
2: Mm. So
1: the, the the twin flames that are supposed to, that are here and incarnated right now, they are actually supposed to start to meet. Now it started like really 2022, many started to come together 2023. Because many have this mission and they need to be together to step into the mission even more.
0: Mm. Mm. Okay. And what is a soulmate then? Is
1: that also. So, a soulmate is someone that, that you really need on your way to kind of prepare yourself. And, and you usually bring in your soulmates to work through some, some karmic lessons. So mm. it's, a soulmate can be, you know, your best friend also. Or like my daughter, she's also my soulmate, you know? So it's like, you also have many lifetimes together. You're just traveling over and over again in the same timelines, you always get together. So you have this deep remembrance of each other, but it's not as like like the twin. It's like, you love the same things, but you're still usually anchoring one in the masculine and one the feminine, but it's just, you just love the same thing. You've done the same things throughout your whole life and all of those things.
0: Wow, amazing! I was having a conversation with Jasmine. She's from the u k mm-hmm. and she also channels and that kind of stuff, and he said to me, "This summer, I will meet my twin Flynn mm. yeah, <laughs> but you know i'm you know I'm not sure because i I got a lot of like toxic relationships before, so I felt a little bit like, okay, I'm just gonna give up from love. I'm not really giving off but I'm just more focusing on myself right now, and maybe in the future, you know, when the right mm. man, I, I will accept him, of course. But uh, I'm open for it. But yeah. uh, for now, I'm really focusing on myself and see where it goes.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I um, usually say, like, I mean, we need to do our own healing. Like, I, I, for me, it was divine to meet him first. Now, I don't regret anything of what I did before. But mm. it's also like when you do feel ready you can also really call him in so or her in. So it's also about connecting to their higher self. And mm. you just really ask God and really like, I'm, I'm really getting ready, you know, of course, you know, allow it to happen in divine timing. But mm. you can actually really, you know, in your altar, in your prayers, when you really know that I do have this soul missing of that person, I'm ready to bring him or her in. You can actually ask for it without becoming attached to it so Mm -hmm. you can always use your divine free will but then we let go of it so we it's also important that we manifest without becoming you know obsessed about it so we don't have any life Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah of course yeah you don't have to um have to pressure it because otherwise yeah
1: it's it's out of your control of course but yeah, you can but own it also. Own it. Like really because I do feel many spiritual people are like, Well, I'm just gonna let it go. I'm just gonna let go, you know, and then we have this deep wound of rejection and abandonment. And you say toxic relationships, so we don't really trust it. But then I say go deeper. And if you really, really, really want, because this planet also needs more divine union. We need to see amazing relationships for this planet to rise into higher frequency because we are all here for love and then if you don't see it we're like what's the point you know so it's (laughs) important it's important Mm
0: -hmm. yeah so i have to feel more and go deeper then go deeper
1: i mean if you feel if you feel ready or just like start to invite him into the field you know and just like into your field i want him to come closer i'm getting ready you know so Mm -hmm. and then you give it over to the higher to see Mm -hmm. exactly when but That's Mm -hmm. also, you know, God and the family of light and our guides. They always want us also to use our free will and be be very, you know, ask for what we want. And -hmm. then how it's going to come. We Mm -hmm. never, you know, how it comes. It always is a big surprise.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. For me too. Sometimes I really have like a picture I want to achieve. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it takes two years, you know, or uh, one year. And then yeah sometimes you need just to be patient and just focus on on the goal you know and uh, do you maybe have some example from from something you manifested and that came through
1: oh yes like everything i've everything i've manifested king has been coming through because um well everything kind of like yeah you know i've done so much in my life so I, my first education I took to become a you know a physical therapist and also like coming and um, a science teacher. I manifested that when I was five years old. So as soon as school was done, I became you know I took the exams. I manifested each of my child, my three children, each marriage, every house I owned. I, ma- I manifested <laughs> all of the gyms I had. I manifested that, and then you know living abroad having a house abroad like yeah like kind of everything like really manifested and also having my divine union into my life having you know an amazing soul tribe of sisters and close to me and being close to my children and all of this like really everything um I I usually just talk about what's gonna happen when I know just know this gonna happen I just know this gonna happen I know this gonna happen like I know know now that You know, I I really want to manifest to become a spiritual DJ. And I don't know how it's going to happen, but I just know I'm going to be standing there on the stage. I'm going to do light language and we're going to be like thousands of people dancing to amazing music. And we're going to lift the frequency and I'm going to speak light language and sing codes. And everyone will be like, wow.
0: (laughs) That's one thing. Oh, that's really funny because I've been a DJ for a long time. Have you? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, oh and
1: I've God. been also
0: a DJ in Spain, so if you I'm like... I'm
1: coming, I'm yeah. coming, let's do an event together, holy smoly. The thing is, I'm actually going to Glastonbury now uh, with Tim Wilde, and we're going to be uh, many, many, many want to come, and it's probably going to be the first DJ event, you know, so, but I, I, I'm seeing myself co-creating actually with a dj but i'm more like you know doing the light language and those things so yes let's Uh connect joy i'm coming (laughs) you (laughs) know because when i go out when i go out to like i really like to go out and and always when we and my daughter goes out we're like oh my god the energy feels heavy and then we started to like really say like okay let's rise the energy and we just do our light language and and the and the hands and suddenly like everyone is like like every time we raise our hands it really works you yeah. will see it's crazy
0: <laughs> yeah but music is frequency too but exactly uh, the thing is sometimes when i go out the frequency is so low like you said yes but he's also drinking alcohol and it's mm-hmm. your frequency so um are you planning to do like festivals with um, no I mean, alcohol. Well, or yeah.
1: yeah, no alcohol. I mean, it's really hard to to say to people no alcohol, but they can still drink mm-hmm. it. But what I'm seeing is like you know because I'm really really good in creating like really shields, big shields. So I can create you know energetic shields on the whole space. I can create a close release portal. also I can do the whole energy work mm-hmm. on thousands of people, like really clearing if I have their consentment, of course, because they know I'm going to be working with the energy field. Mm-hmm. And then you know, guiding them together with the music and helping them into the heart all the time, yeah. And then you know, you know, really guiding them. I'm doing like this, but guiding them through the mic to through the music and through the mm-hmm. connection when we are so many to really rise. To really mm-hmm. rise, I've already seen how it can happen. So, <laughs> so yeah. nice, I think
0: you're more than, than you're gonna be a DJ and an MC, right.
1: Yeah, exactly. More that see, I think. Spiritual MC. Yeah, Yeah. thank you for clearing that out. Yeah, (laughs) because Mm. uh, the thing is,
0: if you're a DJ and MC, MC, that's a lot of work. Because Mm. I tried it. Yeah, yeah. No, MC. (laughs) Yeah, MC. So you can really focus on um, on the higher frequency and on talking, and somebody else can just do the do the work and do the do the DJing because. You really need to focus sometimes because I I used to DJ also in Greece. Um, mm. And uh, on the Crete.
2: Oh. And
0: um I dj for 5 hours in a row. Mm. that's a long time, but it that's was That's a long time. Yeah, it was a really nice experience and uh but yeah, it yeah, it was really long and I also went to a lot of festivals there, a lot of drinking. Mm. Yeah, and so, yeah, it was really exhausting in the end but mm-hmm. it was nice to do it yeah
1: i know yeah. the spiritual community is really ready for it like we don't need drugs we don't need alcohol anymore mm-hmm. you know we don't need that I like i stopped it like six weeks six years ago mm-hmm. uh, you know it's just blocking us it just takes us into like a like a lower dimension and, and matrix yeah. so you know they're gonna feel it also you going to say, of course, it's not for alcohol and stuff like that. But then if anyone sneaks in anything, they're, they're still going to notice that they don't need to take more. So mm-hmm. It's also like really putting it out. But, I you know, there's so many spiritual people that really wants to come and explore and really have this kind of experience. So, the, the, you know, the energy, you know how it is. The energy becomes so high that you get so high on the energy. You don't need to take anything. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. And and the last couple of weeks,
0: I get so many like messages. I don't know where it came from. I think it's my intuition that um, I don't want to go out anymore because I feel so drained after mm. going out. and And uh, also with, I don't drink in the week, but uh, on weekends, you know, when I meet with friends, I eat, drink some wine, you know, sometimes I really feel like, why am I doing this, you know, because it's really lowering your uh, frequency. And Mm -hmm. I'm a really sensitive person. So sometimes I really feel like, okay, this is maybe not for me. And maybe I have to accept it. Because uh, when I was young, um, until I was 19, I didn't drink. So I never felt sure actually to do it. But all of the sudden, um, I moved to Mallorca and I discovered alcohol. So uh, <laughs> then, then it started, but before I was really like against everything. So,
1: yeah. Well, you will notice that you don't need all of that. So it's mm-hmm. like, and, and so, like, when you raise your vibration, when you open your energetic field, when you, <coughs> I'm sorry, when you really, like, really strengthen your light body. When you, when you drink alcohol, you like expand your field, but you don't have any control on it. So you're opening all portals, also negative portals. And when people are around you, so many people are not feeling well and they're bringing in different energies. You're going to get them into your field and you're losing also being grounded. You're mm-hmm. losing the connection with you. So it's like, it's really not beneficial. And we really create like small, small, small energy holes in, in the whole auric field which takes quite a while to repair, so it's mm. not worth it. It's the same thing with everything, even when you take, if you take plant medicine or anything like that, it should be in very, very close space. If you're really highly sensitive, it should be only with one therapist or one, you know, because you don't know the other people's energy. So mm. this is something that I think people are learning now. But energy management is everything. So if you're going to be out with anyone, you should like shield yourself, your energy bodies, ground, anchor, and really hold your energy for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm. what I
0: do is before I go out, I work out Mm. and then I do meditation and then I go to a party because otherwise I don't really feel grounded and maybe that's already a really big sign that maybe I'm not... um, made for going out because
1: i i get up all this energy sometimes Mm. it's 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 a practice (laughs) yeah it's a practice like i i teach a lot energy management because people they don't know how to close negative portals. you don't know how to cut negative words and you don't feel when someone is putting psychic attacks on you and all of that so you can train that but then -hmm. it's also i see also in the spiritual journey i usually see that People, when you go into a spiritual journey, there will be a period of a couple of years where you almost become like an Eremite, a little bit you go like inward and you need to really reconnect with who you are. And then you're not going to be out so much. You really choose when you go out. But then there will come a time where your energy body is stronger and and then you can go out again. You're still not going to do it a lot, but you can. And it will not um, affect you in the same way. Hmm. Mm. yeah
0: yeah because they are already calling me a grandma (laughs) (laughs) because Mm. you know i love to dance you know i have my whole life i I did like competitions and everything you know Mm. and i stopped it because i also had to work and other do other stuff so i stopped but um when i go out i just love to dance Mm. but um when i don't have a good day then i'm so trained so then i go home early and they say again like oh the grandma goes again you know so oh. i don't <laughs> care i don't care you know exactly and they know me so they know the situation
1: and how i am so it doesn't exactly. matter exactly so um just be who you are it's like you know, when i stop drinking alcohol everyone's like what are you not and then they noticed that I'm as crazy anyway, so they were like, it doesn't matter, we don't see any difference anyway, so let's have her with us anyway.
0: Yeah, well, I get this comment too, because uh, I think two weekends ago, uh-huh. I, um, I also went out and I tried drink so much and I was still the same. Yeah, and, and she told me, like, you just don't change when you drink. And I was like, yeah, but maybe yeah. I'm o- always drunk. You never know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> maybe. Specific. Yeah. But it's like, I also don't change. So i really asking myself now, do I really need it? So I'm really thinking about it. I'm reading a lot about it, too. Yeah. Uh, I'm listening to a lot of podcasts about it. I think it's so interesting. But it's so integrated in our social system
1: yeah but you can just order you know like alcoholic drinks then you just it's this thing about drinking something but I, I know I know it's a process so for me it was also going on for a while until it was like okay I'm gonna try six months and mm-hmm. I tried six months and it was a little bit hard sometimes because I was like oh this is my comfort blanket to sit with my wine and chill a little bit and i was like i was missing it i was like this is intense but then after six months it was like why should i take it back Mm. you know and then i quit it forever and you know now people know
0: amazing Mm. you also mentioned uh plant medicine Mm.
1: did you also try uh, ayahuasca Yeah, exactly. I did it seven years ago and Mm -hmm. I actually assisted (laughs) our friend Giston a little bit when he was on that journey. Mm -hmm. He called me and texted me. Yeah, that was like a part of my journey back then. I feel also seven years ago that the spiritual community and awareness or ascension was nothing like now. So there was really not the same information or high level spiritual teachers and or... Things to do. So now I don't feel that it's as needed, but yeah. But there's still very many feeling called to it. And I think, you know, going to the right facilitator that Mm -hmm. really can hold a safe space can be beautiful. Mm -hmm. But really be careful not, you know, just take it. I have been needing to heal and assist many that just, you know, been been served it without any preparation i was preparing myself for six months before i go went to brazil and really integrated it for weeks so you know it can really mess you up if you're not ready for what's gonna come out
0: Mm
1: -hmm. so you need to be in the right place right space and all Mm -hmm. that Mm. and what did you see because a lot of people have different
0: experiences some people Mm. See themselves born again, or they see their grandma, grandpa
1: when I was away for ten days and did a very like deep um deep retreat with like five ceremonies, so there was a lot that came through, but it was um, focused on the inner child healing, so I mm-hmm. saw a lot of traumas in my childhood that I had suppressed into the subconsciousness, which showed me why I had put on some behaviors, so mm-hmm. I saw you know. Like one accident when I almost died that I kind of forgot. I saw, yeah, different things. I saw also curses being put on me. And, you know, of course, like a full ego death where you really think like I'm freaking dying now. So it it was a huge, a huge um, Mm. process that I didn't feel maybe until six months later. My whole life started to change and went upside down. So, yeah. Mm.
0: And what, thi- what things did you change after uh, the ayahuasca ceremony?
1: <clears throat> well, well, everything. Like I was like this entrepreneur having six companies, always working from morning to evening. And I was think I thought I was doing the best for my children, like providing them with money and all of these things. But I really saw like, oh my God, you know, I can just, if I would stop right now and just take a, you know, small condo, I would never need to work again. And now I just had these houses and Porsches and Rolexes. I was so deep into the matrix, like, oh, my God. (laughs) So it was, like, really intense to wake up. And I was like, I didn't want to answer the mail saying I want to go to work. I was like, what the heck am I doing? So everything happened after that, like divorce, uh, you know, changing and going fully into the spiritual world. and. Yeah, then I went into a woman's shelter, like really was threatened to my life by my ex, like crazy stuff happened, like the whole (laughs) life went upside down. (laughs) (laughs) And God thought I was ready to have like a full, like human awakening.
0: Yeah, well, that's a really big awakening then. (laughs) Yes. Mm. And, uh, And then you started also Grow by Mia?
1: Yes, like yeah, a couple yeah, like well, maybe one or two years after I started that, uh, I I quit the gym, the gym business. In that way, I was still a personal trainer, and then I went into personal training and medit- and meditation, yoga, and healing. And then mm-hmm. it became less and less personal training, and then became less yoga, and then it was only spirituality and channeling, and then it was teaching, mm-hmm. and yeah. And you, of course, give a lot of
0: good advice, but um, what is the best advice you got from, from someone?
2: Mm, that's a good question.
1: Mm. I think it's probably you get the message when you're ready for it.
2: Mm.
1: You know, we keep seeing and hearing all the times so all these quotes and stuff. And if I look back on my Facebook, when memories comes, I can have put on like, You know, quotes twelve years ago, and I was like, "Oh my God!" I really didn't understand it then, but you know, something resonated with me, and I liked it. But maybe ten years later, you really get the message. So many times we keep hearing things, and we're like, "You know, okay, whatever." I've heard that hundred times before, and then suddenly it just hits you, and you're like, "Oh my God!" You know, and it's like you get the message when you're ready for it. So. Mm-hmm. Also, if you feel that you may be like you hosting something or for my teachers or everything, if sometimes it feels like we're repeating the same thing, mm-hmm. but whoever is supposed to hear it is gonna hear it in divine timing, and mm-hmm. we can only receive what we're ready for. so i I think mm-hmm. that was came through, yeah
0: mm. wow, and what was the thing that was coming through for you then in in that time that you are now ready? Yeah.
1: For? I was like on this meditation uh, course, like really, really advanced meditation course, and I don't remember what it was. He just said that he said that sentence, and I got that sentence. It was more like that, right? So he said, you know, you get the message when you're ready for. It. Like, oh my God, that's why sometimes I feel like I'm, you know, this twelve thousand people following me on Facebook. Like, how do they even get inspired by me every week? I feel like I'm saying the same things. All the time, <laughs> and uh, and you know, and then I'm just remember myself. Sometimes someone says something that I've been saying for years, and then suddenly I get the codes physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and I really get it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I actually had the same thing by reading, for example, The Secret or um, uh, Thinking Grow Rich. Mm-hmm. First, I was just reading it, and I thought, okay, I really understand it. But when you go uh, to start to be an entrepreneur, for example, or you start to meditate, then you realize, oh, my God, this is even different than I thought it was. Because, mm-hmm. for example, so with uh, manifesting, um, sometimes you read like, OK, just sit on a chair and manifest everything you like. But you also have to do the work, of course, you know. So, yeah, I really need yeah that like okay you you're gonna have some struggles too you know but you
1: have to keep keep going Mm. yeah about manifestation I mean Mm. you really need to feel worthy Mm -hmm. of what you're manifesting otherwise you cannot manifest it you really Mm. need to believe it Mm -hmm. so before you can manifest you need to do loads of self love work and inner healing that's what people don't say they just like manifest Yeah. Not
0: and you feel it in your heart and be thankful for it absolutely so
1: yeah feeling yeah exactly so if you love yourself you're gonna feel it in your heart also but it it requires quite a lot of a journey to really love ourselves right yeah to feel worthy of receiving it so that's why so many are coming to me like why 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 do I have the struggles why am I not giving this why am I not getting the right partner why don't I have my more more money blah 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 It all comes down to one thing, and that's self-love, you know, Mm -hmm. feeling self-love, feeling self-worthy, and whatever is standing in that way, we need to heal and clear that, and that's part of our karmic lesson Mm -hmm. on this incarnation. If everyone would love themselves on this planet, there would be no war, and we would be on the fifth dimension, you know, because there would be no jealousy, no comparison, no, you know, no mistrust, no nothing, because everyone just loved themselves, (laughs) and you Mm -hmm. could never abandon you can never feel abandoned if you love yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a long journey. Yeah. Loving it yourself. Is. Yeah. It but is. I
1: think it starts with
0: accepting yourself. I guess, yeah, so. it's. Of yeah.
1: I mean, it's so different for everyone, you know, where we start on the self love journey. Some mm-hmm. starts with uh, lifting weights mm-hmm. starting yeah. to love themselves. And another yeah. one starts to to love themselves by allowing themselves to 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 gain weight instead you know so it can be like whatever
0: yeah. uh,
1: or compassionate so it's so different how that's why there's no like you cannot have a book and you cannot like when people go to my course I'm like I'm sorry but there, there's no this is not a regular school there's no like curriculum to follow I'm just gonna keep teaching you to follow your guidance and listen to your heart and you know there's really no curriculum <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And when do you know you're on the right path? Uh, because you find your purpose already, I guess. And um, how can we know that we find our purpose?
1: That's the thing, you know, because there's so many wrong, there's so much illusion around purpose. People think that their purpose is what they work with our purpose in this incarnation is to be who we are. And when we fully are who we are, then we emanate the codes that we came here to, to, to be. If I work as a cashier and I am all that I am, and I'm really enjoying life, then I'm serving as much as I do now doing lives on Facebook. Then I serve amazingly. So it's really not about what you do, so that's kind of the biggest, you know, trap running in the field here, that I need to find what I'm going to do, you know, it's just like, you do you, and then Mm -hmm. you are you, and you be you, and then you do your mission, and you are on the right path, everyone is on the right path, just Mm -hmm. need to trust that, like, even if when it's the most painful, you're still on the right path, Mm -hmm. you cannot fail, you cannot Mm -hmm. fail, you're always on the path, Mm, it's amazing. just we need to accept that we have different thoughts, and the moment we start to compare ourselves,
0: things mm-hmm. becomes easier. <laughs> I think comparing each yeah comparing yourself to others, I think that's a really uh, toxic thing that's a lot of happening also on social media, for example, that's mm. what i really see around me, and everybody is jealous on each other. I'm like, but
1: everything on, on Instagram is fake, like yeah. It doesn't need to be fake, but it's like, I mean, you need to know what you do. Uh, You need to know you and like be super compassionate about yourself. So my guides, are clear. They're like, when I was in the beginning, I was like, no, I don't want to go. I don't want to go online. You know, I don't want to speak English. I cannot speak English. i good, blah, blah, blah. They're like, okay, get your ego out of the way. You know, you have so many souls waiting for you. You need to gather the sisters. You need to gather this community. We've just chosen you because you're a little bit more crazy than others. Don't take it so personal. You're not that special, you know. Get over yourself and get yourself out there. And I'm like, okay, okay. And then I started to do, you know, go out there and not really caring. And, you know, Mm -hmm. one account after another was, uh, you know, hijacked. So I had 25,000 and then I need to start over with like two followers. And then it was cut Mm -hmm. again and started with three followers. I'm like, okay, thank you for teaching me God. So, but as you say, I think we can inspire each other. That's the thing, right? So we can use social media as remembrance. Like, if you are yourself, you can inspire me. If you trigger me, you're still waking me up to see, you know, aspects of Mm -hmm. myself that I don't like. So um, the comparison, yes, it's a program. It's a dark program. But we can use it as inspiration and like, wow, wow. Mm, that's a part of me that I want to discover more. Like, ooh, she she looks juicy, you know. Instead of like, oh, I'm getting jealous, she's gonna take my man. Instead of like, oof, I want to, you know, have more of that inside of me, or you know, whatever. So, mm. yeah, but it's a really low frequency too, jealousy, you know. It's yeah. Uh, it comes from from so many lifetimes of like backstabbing and betrayal, so. The, the woman and the sisterhood is really healing on very deep levels. So the deepest longing we women have is to trust the woman and feel safe mm-hmm. with her. And she's not taking our man or she feeling safe with us, not taking our man. Like this goes back to so many incarnations. And mm-hmm. uh, the deep healing of the sisterhood is, is happening finally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we cannot invite a man into our life until we have healed them. Mm-hmm. the 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 war towards the women that's what many women forget and the moment we have put this war down and we have healed you know the wound in between us and the other sisters Mm -hmm. then we can invite the true divine man so it's huge i work a lot i've been working with women almost my whole life so this is a very very close thing to my heart
0: Mm. wow it's amazing that you do that because I was struggling with it a lot, also in the uh. past. I also got bullied a lot in uh, high school, uh, but it was always women, you know, they, uh-huh. they gather around, uh, try to blackmail me and social media was just starting out. So they also bullied me on social media and it was like, yeah, it's not really nice. But um, after that, uh, I moved to another city and I could start again. So that was really nice and um, i'm really starting to trust women again
2: Mm. and
0: the last couple of years you know i I have amazing friends around me and also women of course and i'm so grateful that i have these connections because i really thought that i could never trust a woman Mm. so hard but yeah i'm yeah so still working on it of course but yeah
1: that's beautiful yeah Mm -hmm. i think it's important that we just the first step is kind of to acknowledge that we have this deep longing but Mm -hmm. that we also have fear uh, and that we have traumas Mm -hmm. through time and space and be honest with our sisters that like i really want to get closer to you but i'm so scared like really being like so authentic you know Mm -hmm. i think that's important and through that we can clear you know, because usually we've seen our mothers, they didn't even trust women either. And mm-hmm. there's so much resentment towards the feminine in the feminine. So mm-hmm. it's, it's deep. It's deep. Yeah, it's really deep. Yeah.
0: Mm. And um, do you also have like a, a morning or night routine you do? Or, yes. Um...
1: So every morning, I, oh, the first thing I do is that I do my commitment up to God, to God's source to serve in the highest for God's source that's waking up. And then I always clear my whole field. So I always clear from any negative energies. Um, and then I open up temples, like really kind of really intending for the energy I feel I need to activate for the rest of my day. And um, in the night, I always do like a night prayer where I create uh, a shield on my body. So I don't want to astral travel when I'm asleep because it's really dangerous. Mm-hmm. So really creating an impenetrable and invincible um, light body so and connecting to God, to God's source. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I go to bed and really create like a gratitude um, also ritual where I'm, I'm just going through my day and being in gratitude for all the amazing things I've been experiencing and going to sleep like really like really in the vibration of source
0: mm-hmm. yeah I think gratitude is so important especially mm. because if you have a lot of negative thoughts you're also gonna dream really negative and then mm. you also gonna wake up really negative so that's what I also try to do every time I'm in bed. I just try to um, think about all the moments from the day that I really liked and I really appreciated. Like you said, that's really good. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Mm.
1: It, that's really, really nice. Because we're going through so many beautiful things during the day that we don't even like acknowledge. It can be like, oh my God, that cup cup of coffee I had you know that was just so orgasmic ecstatic amazing in that moment you know just like really enjoying that moment I had 20 minutes by myself you know it's like you start to really bring in that vibration of gratitude and you know the whole life of yours change so it's really important mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. like mostly the small things I notice in my students at the beginning they think they need to be grateful about big things in their life but it's that small things you know that I've send a text message to a friend or i help someone over like small small things
0: mm, yeah amazing <laughs> um the time is going so fast and i would like to uh maybe invite you for another time i would really like that mm-hmm. i like to wrap it up for now and uh of course everybody can find you on Mia, uh, Boys, right? dot right.com
1: yeah exactly and, and also- same on youtube and instagram and facebook yeah yeah, I, mm. I will put all the links in the description, but before we leave,
0: do you maybe have some nice words to share with the audience? You already said a lot but
1: mm. Mm. yes, I can just tune in a little bit and see what wants to come through. So it's really one of the most um important things in my daily practices is really to take a couple of breaths together with my heart or from my heart, like really inhaling and exhaling from my heart and daily get to know my heart vibration. So staying close to our heart vibration, getting to know our heart vibration and also exploring uh, how it grows, how it ascends, how it uh, develops. So really getting to know the energy of your own heart frequency, getting to know the the center of your home, which you always can come back to wherever you are, how difficult or how intense life might be emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Just always get to know that space, that center point of yours, which in one second takes you back home and you don't need to defend or be in war or you know anything. It's just like neutral space of everything and nothingness which is a space of limitless energy.
0: Wow. Amazing words. Thank you so much. Yeah. And uh, thank you everyone for listening. And I will see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.